Happy Friday, everyone. How is everyone tonight? So, I'm here uh, again with uh, Behind the Armor episode 4, I think. Episode 5? Not for sure. I'd have to check, but yeah. So, you know, today is... um, going to be you know just kind of again more randomness uh you know what you've come to expect from behind the armor um i've got some things to talk about like you know uh we got a new venom trailer as well as a bit more on star wars and um just kind of rambling random thoughts on that and um yeah whatever i see goes um you know i'll probably discover more interesting things to talk about um you know, the, the, these are the first two things that come to mind is, oh yeah, I want to talk about Venom trailer. I want to talk about, um, Star Wars a bit, but, uh, otherwise, you know, those are the next couple of, yeah, uh, those are the first two things and I'll go from there. Um, you know, so for those of you listening on Anchor, I hope you enjoy the music today. Um, for those of you listening on Apple Music, Google Play, that sort of thing, I hope, uh, you enjoy the topics we talk about and, uh, you know, yeah, let's have a good time. And for those of you on Anchor, we'll kick things off with some Slipknot. So, yeah, um, first up, Star Wars. Um, you know, I know I talked over last episode about the, the news that the writers from Game of Thrones would be writing, um, a new set of films. I, I still never checked to see if it if they just said set of films or trilogy but either way that's not really the point of what i want to talk about today one of the things of course you know you think game of thrones highly successful television show everyone loves it and you know the idea that they're going to be writing for star wars would be like amazing news right like yes they're you know it's they're obviously incredible writers judging by the you know huge success of the show and the fact that it's highly praised year after year um you know you'd think it would have been generally positive and yet maybe it was but i know in my small little bubble that i saw everyone was whining on twitter why because they're not women or people of color which is the most bullcrap thing I've read all week. Okay, I mean, I get it. I get the idea of, you know, hey, we need, you know, more representation. We need, you know, more more, uh, diversity, that sort of thing. I get it. I understand it. But at the same time, really? You're going to bash someone, you know, I mean... And you're going to bash an entire company because of the fact that they're not women or Asian or black or whatever. I mean, the the same people that are whining about this, do they not realize that uh, the president of Lucasfilm is a woman? I mean, I, I, and I, again, I get the whole diversity thing and the, and the, the, the push for um, – for, you know, representation and getting more, more, um, just, just, yeah, you know, I, I, I get it, 
But at the same time, it's also about, you know, what people who cry about, you know, oh, we need more people of color. We need more women. We need all that. What they tend to forget is, you know what? You can't just go by that, especially when you're in a mega successful franchise like Star Wars. You kind of need known talent to kind of help, you know, keep the success of the brand. Like, for example, after the original trilogy, George Lucas directed the the prequel trilogy and it tanked and nearly ruined the Star Wars brand. Many people swore off anything Star Wars after that. Um, there, there are people to this day who say that they, that they do not watch anything Star Wars other than the original trilogy because they think that anything after, um, episode six, made after episode six is just, just not Star Wars. Um, and I, I've heard that reaction out, uh, that out there. Not much, but it's out there. Why? Because George Lucas was not a very talented writer or director, so it kind of killed the brand and disney can't have that sort of thing happening again you could argue that they might have it happen with last jedi we'll see i think with episode 9 what the effects of last jedi are um but they need known talent jj abrams would not have been picked if he didn't have a track record for making successful films you know these people that they're picking are people for the most part known for making successful films and i think the irony is is people were you know, when Cloverfield Paradox got announced uh, during the Super Bowl, everyone was celebrating because all the lead main people involved with it, lead actor, writer, producer, I guess, were all either women or people of color. And guess what? We're not going to remember that film because it bombed. It, everyone said the best thing about that was its actual innovative campaign. The movie itself was a flop, a dull, boring movie. I haven't seen it myself, can't judge, but it's like, when you go into a movie based on just, oh, the color of the skin or uh, gender of who is behind it, you're not going to have a good product for the, you know, for the most part. I, I, don't, I don't think you're, that, that's not a recipe for success. Recipe for success is talented and good writing. And yeah, I, I, this is probably going to get me a lot of hate um, because nuance is not a thing um anymore but yeah that's my thoughts on that kicking it off with some controversy so another thing i wanted to talk about in regards to star wars is um you know i I don't know if any any of you are familiar which probably i mean maybe there are some of you out there who's who's heard of battlefront 2 and the whole controversy in regards to um microtransactions and all that with that game so you know one of the things that, uh, if you're not familiar with the situation is when Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is the, uh, reboot of the Battlefront series that was highly successful, um, in the early 2000s, around the time of, like, release of Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, that game was one of the most successful Star Wars games of the time. Um, and then when Disney bought Lucasfilm and LucasArts, they, they licensed out Battlefront to ea and in 2015 we got a new uh battlefront game and then last year in 2017 we got a new battlefront 2 and the first game was criticized for being underwhelming a decent game but underwhelming in regards to it just lacked features it was a very basic game you know 
and it lacked a ton of features that other games have. Um, Battlefront 2 rolls around, and early hype for it is, you know, exciting. There's there's more features that we come to expect from the Battlefront series that people who are fans of it, you know, from the original um, days of Battlefront were looking to see. There were elements that, you know, everyone wanted to see, such as more eras, like you could play in the in the Clone Wars, the original trilogy era, and the sequel trilogy era, um, you know, and that was something that was not an option in the original Battlefront, or not the original Battlefront, the original EA Battlefront. Um, it was just the original trilogy. That's all all the eras you could play through. It was just original trilogy, um, in the original EA Battlefront. So Battlefront Two, you know, the the hype was the, the hype was real. I I remember being pretty excited. And then it basically got revealed that ba- that loot boxes and microtransactions would be the way to dominate the game. Like, if you wanted to play a game, you know, most people understand that when you play a game, you kind of achieve certain goals in the game, and that's how you level up, right? Well, with this, if you wanted to do that, you would have to clock in, like, for for one of the heroes on the game if you wanted to play as a as a hero or um, a well-known character from the uh star wars franchise like say luke skywalker or darth vader depending on if you're good or bad you could you know you could earn those characters but someone calculated in order to earn just one of those um hero characters you'd have to clock in something like 40 hours of gameplay which is ridiculous ridiculous the casual gamer never really clocks in more than 40 hours in a game because they don't they just don't have time for it so in order to really get the things you want in the game you'd have to pay for it of course they they you know there is that option to progress but it would take you an insanely long amount of time and it's a push to get you to give ea more money to earn the things you really want this led to a huge amount of backlash they did pull microtransactions from the game but the damage was done and like i remember seeing tons of pictures online on social media of battlefront 2 being the only game that weekend when it was released that didn't sell out because no one wanted to play it because everyone knew was up to what ea you know was up to and they were like you know yeah they're removing it for now but they're gonna bring it back and sure enough uh about a week or two ago there was news that ea is gonna be bringing back microtransactions (sighs) because if it fails once you know why not try again and see if it just doesn't wreck the brand even more i don't whatever i mean ea is such a greedy company they like two years in a row they are most hated company or something like that it's ridiculous they they are horrid um why they got the license to star wars games is beyond me and then of course they're stuck with it we're we as fans are stuck with them until 2020 oh give me a break i can't wait for that year so that way we can actually maybe see the license go out to another another company that will actually make good games but knowing our luck they're gonna renew ea because money so anyone see the uh venom trailer i mean yeah that uh, well obviously a lot of people saw it because yeah it was it was blowing up my uh my uh, uh social media timeline there for a bit um but 
yeah, I mean, the, the reaction I saw was mixed to it. Um, it was mixed to generally positive. The biggest thing that people didn't like about it was that it didn't show anything of Venom. You know, the, the movie is called Venom, and the first teaser trailer doesn't even show us Venom. It shows us Eddie, it shows us Eddie Brock, or Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock, and, you know, but we don't actually see, um, we don't actually see Venom. Like, any small glimpse of Venom at all. Nothing. Um, which, shameless plug, I reacted to this on Stardust, so check me out on Stardust for my reaction to Venom and other movie trailers, uh, as well as TV shows and, and movies. Um, but, you know, I personally thought the, the trailer was fine, it was decent, wasn't exceptional. My problem with it was the structure. I felt like they... I, I, that there's that one scene that's been memed already to death where, you know, Tom Hardy is obviously going through something, you know, painful. Um, I, I, and it's going by what the trailer might be hinting at. He's being, he's becoming Venom, you know, and he has this moment where he, he's like, you know, shaking violently and he's, you know, screaming out. And of course that, uh, that, that scene has been memed to death and honestly the, the problem with that part was it was like three quarters of the way through the trailer i think it would have worked like the whole don't show venom if that part had been like the moment before we saw like the end of the trailer like because there was a quote about something of we all have our personal struggles. We all have our challenges. We all have our demons or something along those lines. I don't remember what the line is. And I think that, that after that quote, it could it should have cut to black and shown Tom Hardy, you know, him go, him struggle and go, rah, like he does. And then title card, Venom. I think that would have worked a lot better in terms of structure. Um, and kind of helped with the whole... You don't show us Venom thing. I think it would have been less of a less of a reaction of you didn't show us Venom really rather than it would have been more of a ah oh, yeah didn't show us Venom. You know, you know, it would have it would have been a more excited reaction more than a mixed reaction because it would have it would have been perfect. You would have thought, oh, we're going to see Venom and then boom, it cuts away. That would have been the perfect tease. And I think would have helped the reaction be at least a little bit better. Um, but I mean, it's fine. It was a fine trailer, I thought. It was definitely not the worst trailer I've ever seen, but it's also not the best. Um, that goes to Deadpool 2. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Deadpool. I didn't see the first one because, you know, a lot of the humor is not my thing. Um, it's just a bit too crass for me, but the i will admit deadpool 2 oh man that that was a great trailer um the my favorite part was the jab at justice league the seriously it's a metal arm i'm not trying to remove a mustache that oh man that that i laughed so hard because I, it was actually uh it was me and a coworker watching it together and we both had to stop the trailer because we we've both seen justice league and we both saw the debacle that was henry cavill and his face in that movie um and that that was just great i love it um but 
I mean, the, the thing I, going back to Venom, the thing that I'm wondering is, like, how is this going to work without Spider-Man? Because the whole thing about Venom is that he's kind of an evil version of Spider-Man. You know, he's, like, the, 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 yeah, the, the Jekyll to his hide or something like that kind of thing. You know, like, every, every hero has his nemesis that is, you know, that, that one perfect nemesis, Batman and Joker, you know, uh, that sort of thing. But how does this work without Spider-Man? I don't know. I guess we'll see. So, yeah, um kind of last random thought this is not movie or films related but the home pod released today or yesterday if this goes up on saturday at the time of recording it went up today but saturday you know if you're listening to this saturday and it was yesterday um february february 9th um you know, so yeah, and I'm hoping to actually go tomorrow, um, either tomorrow morning or afternoon, uh, and go see it and kind of, you know, see if I can test it out, see how I like it. Um, the thing about it is, is it's, I live in Michigan and our roads are terrible. So, um, don't know if I'm actually going to be able to go like I originally planned. Um, because yeah, it's a 20 minute drive to my nearest Apple store and it's just the roads are so bad like I, I, I had to drive five minutes the, the drive to work for me is five minutes and it was uh, horrid like what's was the most shocking was how bad traffic was was not only was the weather bad and the roads you know all slushy and slick but there were so many cars out what is everyone doing out when the road is bad like but that's michiganders for you we just we we see snow and we're just like ah whatever we'll deal with it <laughs> you know i mean you don't can't really say that with other states <laughs> you know other states it's like they get one little layer and it's like ah everyone shut this you know shut the schools down and you know shut the government down and which you know has a as a libertarian you could shut the government down on my watch i won't care you know i'll celebrate <laughs> uh kidding obviously i'm not i'm not quite that real anarchist you know, obviously, as a libertarian, I do believe in a small government. So, you know. <laughs> um, but that's the that's the last bit of politics you're going to gonna hear about me. This is a politics-free zone, by the way. I don't know if I've ever stated that, but I want, want this podcast and everything related to Geek Source Entertainment to be politics-free. Um, you know, maybe the occasional joke here and there about politics but for the most part i want to keep politics free that's a value you'll hear me to keep because you know the world is so just politically charged right now you can't go anywhere without hearing about it so this is the only bit of politics that you'll hear on this show is that we're not going to be politics filled we're not going to reference politics so you can that's a promise but yeah 
But yeah, going back to what I was originally talking about, <laughs> um, I'm hoping tomorrow I can go see the HomePod because I want to try it out. I hear it sounds incredible, and I want to hear that for myself. And yeah, and of course, every time I get to go to the Apple Store, I get to look at the iPads. I know I want an iPad someday, and it's like, which one? And every time I go, my mind changes. Um, I know I want an iPad Pro because I want one that'll last and I want one that can do a lot. So probably an iPad Pro would suit my needs. Um, but will it be a, a 12.9 or a 10.5? I don't know. I like the 10.5 because it is mobile and it's you know got a nice screen. But the 12.9, that thing is a beast. It's huge. And I love it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. But, yeah, if you're listening on Anchor, roll the music again. (laughs) And I think that concludes another episode of Behind the Armor. I hope everyone enjoyed um, tonight. Um, I know I started out there with a bit of a controversial opinion, but right now I'm pretty unknown, so... No one is out there to ream me for it yet. Most likely it'll come back to haunt me. <laughs> but, because, uh, you know, that's what that's what people do, even though, you know, I under, you know, I did my best to make my points clear. You know, there's going to be someone that finds it and misrepresents it. But, you know, if I ever become popular, <laughs> I can dream, right? <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, hope everyone had a good time. I hope, you know, the topics were entertaining and, um, you know, yeah, I guess up next will be Sunday Night Metal, um, you know, this week on Sunday night. Yep. And, uh, I, I will, uh, give my loyal listeners, if there's any out there, a hint one of the songs on this uh, playlist here that I played, one of the songs tonight is from the album I'll Be Playing um, on Sunday Night Metal. So if I have anyone out there listening who wants to give a guess, leave a comment, you know, um, and with your guess and we'll see. Um, but yeah. Hope everyone had a good time, and I hope, you know, you're enjoying the series. I hope you're enjoying me, myself, as a presenter. And, yeah, I hope to uh, hope to hear back from you guys, you know, one day. And, um, yeah, look forward to Sunday. Have a great night, everyone. This is Sir Cal here with Geek Source Entertainment. Have a good night.